Hello, Vibers, and welcome to the Vibe with Kai podcast. It's your boy, Kai, and I'm so excited to be sitting here with Nelson Holland, also known as Fat Black and Getting It on Instagram and on TikTok. Nelson is a Colorado hiker who is defying physics for the most beautiful views. His content features incredible hiking journeys, amazing views, sunrises, sunsets, mountain peaks, and wildlife. Now be sure to follow me and subscribe on the Vibe with Kai Patreon, where you'll get some bonus interview of me and Nelson talking a little bit more about nature and mental health and, and all of that. But before we get to that, my friends, I want to welcome Nelson to the Vibe with Kai podcast. Nelson, what's going on, man? It's nice to see you. Nice to see you too. Thanks for having me, Kai. Absolutely. No, I appreciate you being here. I want to jump right into this, dude, because I think it's fascinating what you do. Your social channels fascinate me because you are constantly hiking and, you know, you're out in nature going on these incredible outdoor adventures. And on top of that, you mentioned that you haven't been doing this like your whole life. You're, you know, you started, you know, fairly recently. Talk to me about what it's like to be a hiker nowadays and how you got into it in the first place um so yeah basically i credit colorado to most of my journey i'm from new york originally um i moved here about eight years ago and kind of the way i tell the story is i think we all loved wildlife as kids like we're kind of innately we just love lions and tigers and bears <laughs> and um yeah somewhere being a new yorker like somewhere around the preteen years i just lost that um a lot of black and brown families over there it's not really in our culture to go upstate like that so i really just like didn't recognize the nature around me uh but colorado you kind of can't do that so i get off the plane and you see the rocky mountains and yeah. it's the most beautiful thing i've ever seen in my life um there's a bison refuge not too far from where i used to work out here like about 15 minutes away and i saw the bison on a on a lunch break one day I was like, is that bison out there? And all my friends casually just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I was like, you guys have bison roaming out here. I haven't seen anything like that before. Um, so that was big. I started just going there to check my emails and stuff like that. And then one day, one of my friends told me about Estes Park over here. Um, so that's the gateway to Rocky Mountain National Park. And there's elk just walking around over there. And yeah, just kind of the wildlife experiences and you know, I've been driving around when I first got around here, but I wanted to get out the car and explore more. And yeah, now I'm where I'm at today and, and it feels amazing. There's yeah. like nothing I'd rather do than, than hang out outside. It's really, it's it's really cool. I, I actually had the privilege of um, spending time in Colorado in 2020, like during the height of the pandemic. Um, and I was out in Colorado. I can't tell you what mountain or what trail it was, but the person that I was with took me uh, hiking um up this this mountain um i was not mentally or physically prepared <laughs> for this at all and i remember i remember distinctly uh we were we had been walking for like i don't know maybe 20 minutes and i was like man this this mountain man it's blah blah and she's like we haven't even gotten to the mountain part yet <laughs> i'm like are you kidding me she's like we still gotta go all the way up there oh my god um but let me tell you and, and this is something that this is why i, I was i'm so always so happy when you're stuck pops up on my FYP because it reminded me when I did take that hike when the, by the time I got to the top I just felt so like happy <laughs> I, I was so proud I felt like I, I legit did something really really cool which I did and 
mental health wise, I mean, that just my, my brain, it just took me to another level. And I love that. Do you find that the same thing happens for you when you are on these hikes, when you're connected with nature? Do you kind of get this, I guess, euphoric feeling of accomplishment? 200%. Um, that's basically what kept me going out there. I mean, the wildlife for sure, like I said, but I like to say that um, nature has kind of become my therapist and she's <laughs> your cheapest therapist. Um, I can really like go out there and, and work on myself and work on any problem. I just, I heard the term, I forget what the term's called, but there's a term for uh, the way nature takes your attention, but like lightly, mm -hmm. it does something for your brain restorative that just like nothing else does. Like, mm -hmm. um, yeah, just like looking at the birds calls your attention, but not in the same way as math or that that right. work problem or something like that and yeah it just really helps you restore and i it's got to the point where i would call myself addicted now um <laughs> it's just about the happiest addiction that you can have or the cleanest addiction you can have yeah. but yeah when i'm not in nature for over three days i definitely feel myself kind of getting cranky and mm -hmm. anxious to get back out there and as soon as i get back out there it's like oh okay this is what i was missing right right how often how often do you do you try to go out like once or twice a day is that what you try to do twice a day is a little much for me although yeah. i do have some days for that when it's like a a lighter kind of just like you know one block walk to a sunset something like that not a mm -hmm. hike um but i would say i get out like a minimum of three times a week mm -hmm. uh, i try to do at least five you want to give yourself a couple of days or a day or two a week to, to rest. But right. I try to get out there at least three times a week. Right. And you had mentioned this earlier. You were talking about, um, you know, being black and, and, and being a person of color out there. And I, I remember my little experience out, you know, in, in nature hiking in Colorado. I was I was the only one. There was a lot of people out there, you know, hiking and, and going and going through the trail, which was really cool. But like honestly, from all of the people that I saw, I was the only person of color out there, like by far. Do you find that that is a common occurrence, not just I guess in in Colorado specifically, but in hiking in general? Do you do you feel that a lot of people of color are not I guess introduced to how great this thing can be? Definitely. Uh, it's sad, but that's just kind of a byproduct of us historically not being allowed into those spaces. Um, you know, I feel like our, our white counterparts, they, they have grandparents that w grew up hunting and they know these areas and they know people in these areas and they have a cabin in these areas. And that's just not the reality for a lot of us. I find it really sad out here just because like, I know how much you can do out here um and where i live now in aurora there's a lot of people that are afraid of deer that just never seen any of the stuff that i have and it's only an hour away from them and it was kind of like that in new york too uh i definitely remember i went to a catholic school a lot of people don't know that and the school was rather affluent and i definitely like i remember you know my black friends like us not really knowing anything other than the local park where everybody played basketball and had cookouts but my white friends, they would go to places like Colorado and go mm -hmm. skiing and they would go upstate New York and they knew about all those things. So, yeah, I, I think access is just a big part of it, but it's definitely something that I've it seems to be a, a national problem. Right. And you you also talk a lot about your connection with the wildlife that is out there. You, you just talked about it just now, too. Um is it ever scary? <laughs> Is it ever scary? Like, have you ever had a, a moment where you're like, ah, oh, boy, 
boy. I don't know if I should be here with this right now. <laughs> yeah, nothing as bad as these bear videos that I'm seeing lately on TikTok. Like, yeah. those are crazy. Uh, I've never had a bear just, like, follow me on trail yet. So uh, when I have one of those experiences, the mountain lion experience, I'll have to get back to you. But, yeah, I mean, it, I think it's scary just because wildlife is always wildlife. But I right. really honestly look at them, like, very much like I do with humans. So, like, I don't know what the person that I see walking in the grocery store is going to do either. Right. Um, and I, right. I tend to think that animals are actually, like, a lot more docile than that mm -hmm. when you don't encroach on their space or, or bother them. I'm never running up to a bison trying to take a selfie or anything like that <laughs> um, or, you know, a moose. I've gotten fairly close to sheep before, but a lot of people don't know that you're, like, allowed to get within 25 feet of them. So, like, if the park rangers allow me to do that, it makes me right. feel like it's going to be safe. They move really quick, though. Mm -hmm. So, interestingly enough, I'm, like, way more afraid of the quicker, agile animals right. than uh, the bigger ones. That's maybe just a me thing, but yeah, I've I've never really been scared of a moose before, but I've right. definitely been scared of these sheep and these goats, especially the mountain <laughs> goats when you're up on 14,000 feet up on a cliff and these mountain goats are kind of like chasing you a little bit. Oh my yeah. gosh. It does get <laughs> yeah, a little I can't scary. Even, I can't even imagine. Oh my gosh. I get, like... It's exhilarating. Like, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's amazing. And one of the other things that you that you talk about, and, and your your username uh, alludes to this as well. Your username uh, is is uh, uh, fat, black, and getting it. And you talk a lot about being a, a plus sized hiker uh, as well. Uh, tell me tell me a little bit about that approach and and some of the like you know uh, feedback that you've got from that because I'm sure that there have been people reaching out to you being like, this is really cool. I'm glad that you are. Uh, showing that this can be done, you know. Uh, tell me a little bit about your experience there. So it was really funny when I chose the name. I just kind of like, I think I had a different name on Instagram originally, and when I went to TikTok, I was just like, oh, everybody does catchy names in TikTok. Yeah. What can I do? So I just chose that randomly, and at that point, I mean, influencer and things like that were so far away from any thought that I had. Um. So I, I originally got some pushback on the name. Like, okay. you know, everybody would be like, why do you call yourself fat? And why do you call yourself black? I'm like, because uh, <laughs> I'm over 300 pounds and I'm African-American. I don't mind being called a black. Um, right. Later, when I started getting the plus size people showing up and being like, you know, I didn't know that I could do this trail or I didn't know I could do hiking in general. It kind of changed the whole mission of what I was doing and made me um, definitely want to use my platform for more like inclusivity. Um, and yeah, I, one of the highlights I would say when you're talking about plus size is, um, I got to do an Eddie Bauer photo shoot, photo shoot with oh, um, cool. Jenny Brusso and unlikely hikers, which is an amazing organization of mostly plus size LGBTQ women. Um, you should definitely check them out. Uh, but so she had me go over there for a photo shoot, but we were also doing some rock climbing was my first time rock climbing. Uh, Sabrina Wilson was there. It was her first time rock climbing. Jenny had done it a few times before, and Sam Ortiz is like a monster plus-size rock climber. You should check her out. She's really good at that. But uh, So, yeah, I made a pretty cool video. Um, I also got called the N-word while I was there. Um, oh, was my, my gosh. First, first time in Oregon. Yeah, so it's a crazy video, but it just me getting called that and then relying on these women the next day to pick me up, these plus size women, while also conquering our fears of rock climbing Oof. was like an amazing video. 
And yeah, the feedback from most plus size people were like, I literally didn't know I could do this. Thanks for showing me we could do this. Right. And I mean, that type of stuff makes my day. I, I'm getting chills right now thinking about it. Right, right. It's really, I, I, I love that you, you get the opportunity to introduce this type of activity to people that may not even think that it's uh, a possibility for them. And I, I see in some of your videos, you'll say, you know, this, you know, this park is only, you know, 30 minutes from you. <laughs> it's only, it's only, you know, it's less than an hour uh, from you and, and all of that. Um, talk to me about what it's like to introduce people, you know, when they when they get a chance to um, go out into nature and to go on these hikes and just just experience the things that you experience for the first time. What's that like for you when you get to see them experience that? It's amazing. Um, I don't have any kids, but like I imagine it's kind of like the the feeling parents get when mm -hmm. their kids are growing. Um yeah, online when I can do it, like through my social channels and I introduce a spot to people that they'll later tag me in when they go do it and, and show me them seeing the same views or a, a different view from a similar area, something like that. It warms my heart. But in person, I've been able to just meet a lot more youth through this, this social platform, really. People are reaching out to me. And I did a 14er with a group of... Uh, black and brown students from the local inner city high school. And they had never been like anywhere near this. Like most of them had never seen anything like this. And the way that they took to it was just amazing. Like not only did they enjoy the challenge and the physical aspects of it, but they felt the, the mental aspects of it as mm -hmm. it was happening. And it was just amazing to see that through a student's eyes. Um, all of them kind of loved it and, and see themselves doing more hiking in the future. And yeah, I, there's like nothing better than that, especially when it's youth. I mean, I like doing it with anybody, with anybody our color and really just anybody. Like most of my followers are actually white women and I mm -hmm. love hiking with them too. Yeah. But um, yeah, when it's youth specifically and, and colored youth, it just, it feels like what else is there that anybody should be doing, right? Right. Um, I feel like I'm seeing the next generation of conservation lovers like unfold before my eye and yeah it just it feels so amazing yeah you 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 alluded to this as well about having followers and and that follow you uh that you know support you did you ever think that you would ever have over a hundred thousand people that are like i want to see what he's doing today <laughs> yeah. no, you know i, I want to see the, the the hikes that he's doing i want to see what he's doing in nature i want to see him whitewater rafting and all of that have you ever thought that this would be something that was ever presented to you literally never i mean i i knew that people got on social media to to promote businesses mm -hmm. um so kind of the reason i got on tiktok was really once again it's coming from the nature lover standpoint um so that bison spot that i was talking about i got like i used to go almost every day and i got really used to their pattern to where like i could park half an hour before they got there to like right where they walk past to get to their watering hole and i would see 200 bison 20 feet in front of my car with calves and stuff i just wanted to show that to to people in the world so my family back home would see that stuff and be like you got to get it on instagram right so mm -hmm. i started putting stuff on instagram but i could never get the views on there just just for like wildlife stuff right um so when i went to tiktok it was definitely like a little different um 
I knew that I could do more there, but I never expected like a following. I was just like, okay, maybe like I can get a thousand views finally on this up close shot of Bison and maybe I can sell some pictures one day, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's no way like, I don't, not until like probably a couple months ago was I finally just like, oh, okay, this is this is what we're doing now. Yeah. Like I, I still can't believe it. Yeah, it's it, I, I think you'd be surprised how much reach you have because the reason because because the reason that we're even talking in the first place is because uh, i always say to the people that follow me are there any people are there any influencers or content creators out there that you want me to talk to and have on my podcast and your name came up multiple times <laughs> multiple times and and so i was like okay let me let me go check them out and i was like oh i have to have him on i have to i have to sit and chat with him so i don't even i don't even know if you realize how much of a reach that you have um and people are truly inspired by the work that you do like that like that has to be like just a really i guess humbling and and exciting notion uh yeah i definitely humbling um and like I said, I, I really can't believe it. Other people are always saying that, right? Like, yeah. Um, I just did, um, like, I, I was, it was supposed to be a hike, but it got kind of rained down. And I hung out with a bunch of like student interns for the local park out here. Uh, one of them got to, to hold on to an eagle yesterday while oh, it was wow. being tagged. So, yeah, they're doing really important work out there. And yeah, it was just, it was just chill. And <laughs> I, I feel like I'm just a guy that loves nature right. um, hanging out, right? Like, I don't <laughs> feel like I have this intrinsic value that people give me. But, yeah, when I see them and we're out and, like, you know, when I'm hiking with a group and somebody on the hike, like, says, oh, I follow you on TikTok and mm -hmm. stuff, it definitely feels humbling. But I totally don't realize my reach because I just look at myself as a guy that loves nature and I yeah. finally figured out how to show it to everybody. Right, right. I would be remiss if I didn't also take the opportunity to talk about how dangerous it can be if you're not prepared, if you if you are not, you know, uh, properly equipped and all of that. If somebody is interested um, in in I guess beginning hiking or, or or you know exploring nature in this regard, what tips would you give them in regards to just staying safe? Um, so there's a few, but I would say my number one one is if you're a beginner, start with a beginner's hike, right? Like there's a lot of people that come out here and they want to do some of our hardest, most beautiful hikes. And it's like, yeah, I mean, some people are in shape for that and some people do it successfully, but I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, the, once again, that bison spot I was talking about, that's kind of how I got started. There's some lakes around there, Right. And you're still going to be at uh, 5,300 feet approximately. So if you're from sea level, it's definitely a different type of workout. But there are no elevation gains, just like one or two miles around the lake. Um, so I would start with that. Right. If you don't have your poles for that, it's no big deal. If you just have regular sneakers and, and no hiking boots, it's no big deal. If you forget your coat and it thunderstorms out there, it's no big deal. You can just head back to your car in 15 minutes as opposed to being on top of a 14er having to deal with some of those things and have no idea what you're doing. So I always say, you know, start with beginner's hikes and a great way to look those up would be all trails is a great app that people need to know about. If you're in Colorado, we have our own state specific app, Cotrex. And people always ask, you know, my biggest resource is probably Google. Mm -hmm. You can type into Google, you know, best beginner's hikes near Denver 
and they'll give you about as many resources as I will um, quicker, right? Mm -hmm. um, and they always answer, but yeah, um, other things would be, you know, know the weather um, mm -hmm. for plus size people and really anybody in general, if once you get into it, poles are nice. Uh, I definitely know some of the most avid hikers that are doing, you know, 14ers every day and only weigh 150 pounds soaking weight. Like they mm -hmm. still soaking wet. They still use poles now because they found it takes stress off their knees. Um, like I said, weather is big. You got to know the weather, especially in a place like Colorado. Right. Uh, today is a perfect example. It's perfectly sunny right now, but it's supposed to thunderstorm in, in an hour or two. So you can get caught out there. And I have before. Um, is that plenty scary? Of water and snacks. Is it scary oh, when you get caught out there? Definitely. Um, I've never got caught in a really bad thunderstorm. That's like what I'm most scared about because mm -hmm. I've seen videos of people that get caught in that. And yeah, if you're above tree line, it's just rough. But I have got caught in a hailstorm at um, about 13,000 feet. Oh my God. And I was just lucky that there were wind shelters there mm -hmm. for people that aren't familiar literally just random people like not even a trail crew sometimes will build these wooden shelters um out of like kind of the stone that sits on top of a mountain that will break the wind because there's often 60 mile per hour winds up there mm -hmm. um so yeah i was just lucky that there was one of those to kind of to wait it out i could see the hailstorm coming over the next mountain ridge and it looked to me i was like oh it's got to be 50 to 70 miles away so i probably have an hour well, we must have got like 100 mile per hour wind gusts and that wow. thing was on me in like 20, 30 minutes. Wow. That is that is scary because <laughs> it's, it's funny you say that because that's like a very adventurous type of fear uh, when it comes to weather. Meanwhile, last night I went to the store and I was sitting in my car for 20 minutes. Now, mind you, from the car to the front door, maybe like 20 feet, <laughs> but it was pouring down rain and I, I, I did not want to get out of my car. <laughs> so like, it is the, like, I hear your adventures and meanwhile, I'm like, I'm going to stay in my Ford Fusion for a little bit. <laughs> I mean, all types of weather is, is rough, you know, yeah. like nobody wants to get rained on. I will say though, I, um, a couple weeks back, I got caught in a monsoon. Okay. And I'm actually really good. These things don't happen to me, but th that one was crazy. I did a hike where we took the ski lift up and they warn you, like, if there's inclement weather, we're going to close the ski lift. But it was a beautiful day. So we're like, nah, and there are plenty of kids up there, like mm -hmm. young kids, like five to 10 or whatever. So we're like, they're not going to close the ski lift. Mm -hmm. They got a couple of thunderstorms within a 50 mile radius, it seemed like, because we couldn't see them. And they closed the lift. So I ended up having a hike down and the rain started coming and I'm hiking down in a monsoon. Anyway, yeah, after you do something like that, the 20 feet between your car and the door doesn't seem like as much, <laughs> but it's still not fun. Right, right, exactly. No, I hear you there. Are there any are there any trails or mountains that are on your bucket list that you haven't hit that you want to go to? Oh, tons, tons. Um, so after seeing 14 Peaks on Netflix, I definitely would <laughs> love to do some of the highest ones in the world, mm -hmm. right? So... Kilimanjaro's up there because that's actually a walk up like you don't have to have any technical skills for that right. um but then Everest would be on there too and, mm -hmm. and some of the less popular ones I've only done one or two Colorado 14ers 14,000 foot mountains so mm -hmm. eventually I would like to do all of them just really just to train it's like a Colorado rite of passage but I really want to do it just to like get used to hiking at elevation so I can do things like Mount Everest right um but I mean, there are tons, like I can name some more. There's this place, Blue Lakes in Colorado with these 
pristine turquoise blue lakes. Yeah. Um, I really want to go to that one. Uh, there's like I still haven't been to the sand dunes down here. Mm-hmm. You can hike to the like high point of the sand dunes, um, and it's like one of the most unique uh, ecosystems in the world because right. there's not too many places where there's sand dunes and, and mountains like that. And we actually have the tallest sand dunes in North America are out here. Um, and you can sled on them too. And there's a creek that goes through on some weird Colorado nonsense. It's just <laughs> like a creek that goes through yeah. the, the desert in the summer, in the middle of the summer. So yeah, I mean, there, there are tons, tons. I, I really, I'm in this space now where I don't really want to do anything else. Mm-hmm. other than be outside mm-hmm. um and like yeah you can add exploring to that like i just want to see different views and discover different areas right i hope you know that when i the next time i'm out in in colorado i'm, I'm hitting you up and we're gonna go hike I'm, I'm gonna have you take me somewhere i hope you know that yeah please it's what i do yeah. i love to hike with new people and yeah. i know some great spots yeah just take it easy on me all right just take it <laughs> just take it easy on me i'm just a philly boy that's all i am i, I don't have mountains where i am that's <laughs> <laughs> all good like i said coming from new york i could be yeah. you, but i got my my sister uh my cousin mm-hmm. from maryland has come out my brother from long island and my dad grew up in the bronx mm-hmm. they all came out we got up on a couple of mountains and, yeah. and did our thing so i think you could you could do a couple of those. all right that's fine i'll do i'll i'll do so i'll, I'll walk around my neighborhood a couple of times just to <laughs> try to fill out my stamina uh well nelson i appreciate it man i appreciate you sitting down and, and chatting with me today my friends if you enjoyed uh everything that this wonderful person had to 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 say today i put all of his links uh down in the description of this podcast and i encourage you to go follow him Go watch his stuff. If anything, even if you're not a hiker, just to see some of the wonderful views and wildlife um, that that he experiences. And on top of that, when he does bring people along uh, with him, getting to experience things through their eyes as well. Uh, so so please, I, 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 I really, really encourage you to go follow him and be sure to, uh, to subscribe to the Vibe with Kai Patreon where you're going to get some additional bonus interview footage of me and Nelson speaking a little bit more about nature and mental health. Nelson, thank you again, my friend, for sitting and chatting with me today. Be sure to follow me on all your favorite social media platforms. And until next time, good vibes, my friends. I'll see you later. Bye. <laughs>